0: Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Of course, back with another pre off season episode of Through the Wire podcast. Um, another one of those slow news days, but that's okay because you know what we do. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing I'm good. good,
1: man. Uh another slow day, like you just said, but that's okay because this is what we're here for. We 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 we've been through this. We got it out the mud early. Mm. You know what I'm exactly. saying? We, we used to having them slow days. We're gonna make it work as always. How y'all feeling?
2: I'm feeling good, you know? The weather's turning for us. You know, it was cold all last week. Now it's back in the 60s, 70s. So it's just like a different change of weather. Hopefully a lot of people don't start getting sick because of the sudden changes, but that's Chicago. <laughs> I See, feel
1: like we, we- Stay your ass in the house. I was, ha- I was having a little sore throat, so.
3: What? Yeah. <laughs> I was having a
1: little sore throat. They <laughs>
0: said why?
3: Yeah, it's the, it's the weather change, bro. All right, you gotta you got, to stop, you got to slow down on them dates, D-Mills. So, so that's what I'm
1: saying because we just, like before this it was the 80s right we had that like that last this is the last yeah. and then the next week we had snow on the car
0: <laughs> and
1: now we're going to where at five o'clock it's pitch black dark and the temperature drops now it's back to 60s so yeah you're right this is where people are going to start getting little colds and this outside of the pandemic this was going to be flu season anyway so yeah. like people got to be smart because yeah bro we in our winter coat. I was, just, I was just outside yesterday with a winter coat on. Now they're talking about, yeah, you saying, oh, it's going to be 60, so people finna to be <laughs> trying to uh, – hell no. Nah. I'm still going to be wearing my coat, still going to be chilling in the house. Um, you know what I'm saying? And it has been voting week, so people going out to vote, hopefully. And you know what I mean? People went, trying to wear them cute-ass, thin-ass jackets
0: and shorts hey, and all look, that. You got to look
2: cute at the polls. You never know.
0: Okay. I mean – Unless you're taking an Instagram picture, there ain't no reason to look cute at the polls.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, What's up, shoot
3: on Mike? Yeah, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I, I'm super happy though. I redeemed myself after that loss yesterday. I had, yeah, hey, I I lost by forty yesterday, y'all. People, 40, don't even But know. look, I'm gonna yeah. give you the read. It gonna be me. Seems like an excuse. You don't play 2K, and we came to the, the acknowledgement that you bad at every video game. We, <laughs> we asked you to name one one game you're good at, and there was nothing. All right. But I, it was just playing that, like, you know, the offline stuff all day. It's not the same as playing somebody online. And I was just playing that all day. So it, it was a bad rep.
0: Bad, I'm bad, sorry. Dude. I'm sorry, man. That uh, that's not excuse for losing by 40. But i came this, back the next not, game. If he not. told me,
3: he said, "Don't worry about it, Mike. Just redeem yourself." Next game, I won by 10. I got my little my dub back. So. Okay, whatever. Other than that, I'm good. Dude. With the KB,
0: you lost by 42. No, it was Kyra. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, that's even worse. That's way worse. I beat Kyra uh, earlier in the day, and I don't even play that stuff. So it's just like. It's rough. It's rough, Mike. But, hey, I'm back on the grind, too, though. I, I'm late to it. P been on it. He almost got that shade. P, people watching this don't have any idea what we talking about. It's 2K my team what we're yeah. talking about. And I, I just got on the grind for season two. And uh, it's, it's crazy out here. Yeah, Mike. They didn't know
2: we're still getting blown out 2K, though. Because then I'm that game I, just I like that dragged. Feeling. I don't know it that it just drags the whole time. Yeah. And, like, you don't want to seem like a bitch to quit. But then you just like, I just got to keep going.
1: I mean... It, it just depends on who you are, how you look at it. It happens. I mean, it's like it's like an NBA game. You're gonna lose. You're gonna win. It's gonna be close. But I mean, I, I didn't get beat by 40. Me and Kyron, 2-2 in our series. But I've I've got blown out before. I mean, it, who has who who plays basketball in any sort of? Sport? It was
3: it was a, a mixture of like it was a playing offline all day. I would my defense was bad. That one
1: I don't want to that excuse because it's like. It's still, you know what I mean? Like, you were playing like three, like a whole different mold. It was just like three on three. He was playing it too.
3: That was my first, like, unlimited game too with my new players that I picked up. It was it, like I said, it was a mixture of all bad things. Just, but
1: just say, don't, just, just say you lost. Like, I,
0: t- I did.
3: Just take like the L. It's fine. I did. And I redeemed myself. Right.
1: Just leave it at that. Just saying you played off, like, we all was playing it. So, I mean, that he could say the same thing. When you lose
2: by 40, it's kind of – it's a lot of things that you
1: did wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> you say right, though. But that's the thing that D. Mills don't understand because he don't play the game. Like, you lose by 40, then Kyron got to come back. and win. He can't sit on – he can't get too happy with winning by 40 and then lose four in a row. So, yeah, you won by 40, but it's just like the real mm-hmm. NBA. You can't just – I won by – now, you got to win again. That That is over now, and Mike came out and won. Mm-hmm. So now if Mike wins the next three and he forewarned him, Kyron 40 point win, that's you try to hold on to. But I it promise be you,
3: that's what he's gonna be keep saying. He'll be like, I'll beat you by 40, which is that that's the type of thing Kyron does when he gets a high accolade. Hey, it is
1: what it is. <laughs> I'll be going for the series. I mean, I like a blowout here and there. No, yeah, the series
3: on. is one one, the series is one one. So, I, I I like mean, the at the end of the day, you know, it's more games to be played.
1: And that's how we get down in our friend group for those watching. We do series, you know, what I'm saying we do full blown seven game series. And once you lose, you just start a new one. But this this year, we keep in tally. Mike lost his first series with Kyron, so now they on a new one. That game, that series won seven, though, right, Mike? It did. It won seven. And the reason I got, we got a track is because Mike and Kyron are, like, these two special species in 2K my team. They'll lose to one another, but they'll refuse to give each other their credit. Mike like Michael <laughs> Mike will lose, by, Mike will lose by 40, like he did yesterday, and say – you garbage. And I'll be like, no. you And I'll intervene. Like, you can't say that if he just beats you by 40. And then Kyron, Michael Sweet Kyron, like, win 4-0. And then Kyron be like, man, dude, garbage. Y'all bust your way. Like, bro, you just <laughs> got swept. So now I'm having them keep the tallies. We're going to keep the tallies from day one because I need them to get out of there. If you lose, just tell the nigga who won. Man, he's the better guy for now. And we're and, and work to get back. But the whole, I just lost about 40, but you're garbage. It's just, that's the little kid stuff.
0: <laughs> that's that's low key
1: stuff.
0: Um, we do have a little bit of NBA news to get to. Just a tad, just a little bit. Elton Brand got an extension out of out of seemingly nowhere. Uh, they bring in yeah. Mori and kind of takes the power away from Elton Brand to some extent. So, and I'm not saying that they were going to fire Elton Brand because that was never the case either. But it definitely didn't seem like he was worthy of a, of, of an extension. Yeah, and they gave it to him. was like, you kind of got
2: to earn extensions. It was just kind of handed to him.
0: Yeah, See, man. Think, yeah, you put us in this
1: mess, you're gonna-, <laughs> you gonna get us out of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, here we are. I gotta man. talk about the Sixers again for the 30th episode in the row. They just they just find their way into the news cycle.
2: Yeah, I mean, because I mean, they're the team that kind of has a lot to go- going on, if you're really being honest.
0: That's basically what he just said. said. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's nothing much to really say. It just seems like they're keeping everything intact. Uh, from that part uh, and bringing everything else new so you know hopefully the well the big news is that there are more like the old brand they got the extension but i guess they're gonna pair them and let them all rock everybody feels safe and secure in a job so we can all just focus on winning and things like that um my biggest thing going forward is seeing how they unravel or try to unravel out of the the the, i don't want to call it a mess but the the, the sticky situation he put them in by giving, even the Tobias here, like Tobias Harris, he that that deal is is wacky. But they were in a situation where they kind of had to. Uh, my a lot of my attention is on the Al Horford one because they didn't have to, and Al Horford, even it ain't really as good as Tobias Harris. Like it don't it don't make nowhere near the sense. And Tobias Harris isn't even like the best player on your team type guy. Um, it, like. <laughs>
3: You know? No, you, 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 yeah, you're saying it right, P. I think it's going to just be interesting with that, you know, they're going to be working together for the long haul. I think it's good for Elton Brand. I mean, the, the stuff you just mentioned, I think he's probably already, what, one of the worst GMs in the league or a person that's like front office people that's making those trades. But you have Daryl Morey now who's going to be, you know, helpful in that area. So, I mean, hopefully Elton Brand learns from him. I was kind of watching the the, the press inter, the interview with them when they were talking about Elton Brand Uh, Doc Rivers and um, uh, Daryl Morey, and he's basically like, you know, they all came together. You know, they all kind of almost planned to come together. So I I figure they have all, you know, a pretty decent relationship. I mean, yeah, Elton
0: Brand. I'm looking at his track record of all the trades he's made. It's not a lot because he's only been there for like two seasons. Some of these is just, some of these is just real bad. Uh, Um i didn't I, he he was there for the markel folks trade he he did that trade i thought that was before him but he did that trade i believe that was his first one if i'm not mistaken no the, the first one he did technically was for jimmy butler he was a part of that one um and then they did the one where
3: uh they tra- he traded for tobias harris yeah yeah those trades is bad because you think about it, they had roco and sarge who they traded who I feel like Sarge would have probably groomed well next to Embiid by now. And then Roka would have already been a perfect fit. And then you would trade that for Jimmy Butler, who just turns into Josh I still, don't, I
0: still don't mind the Jimmy Butler trade. I think, you know what I'm saying? Again, they were the one shot away. From, they were one shot away from being in the conference finals with Jimmy Butler. When did they give up to get Tobias? What did they give up to give up to, uh, they So they, it. they gave up Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, Landry Shamit, a first-round pick from this year, a first-round pick for next year, a second-round pick for next year, a second-round pick for next year. Um, So two firsts, two seconds, Landry Schammett is like the deal.
3: And And I I don't got no problem with that Jimmy Butler trade either. It's just they always have that thing where they're just, instead of finding the better fit for their team, they just are keeping those role players that's going to help them. They just bring in a name that think they're going to put them over the top when they already got the talent, you know, let the talent get to their full potential.
0: That's enough for me as far as talking about the 76ers. I'm done with it. Until they make a trade or do something significant, I'm done
1: Let's start getting yeah. trades, baby.
0: Yeah, shout out to Daryl Morey. Let's start it. Let, I, I saw something I said that he had on average in his 12 or 13 years, he averaged six trades a year, which is insane. Six trades a year. So let's. I not even fit like that, but okay. Yeah. Let's let's get it going, Daryl. Let's let's start it. I mean, he can't do anything to the offseason officially starts, which is coming up. But uh, that's it. D-Mills, what we got next?
2: Uh, So what we doing here is that we're going to get into like stock. So y'all got to buy or sell on a certain plate of stock. From that, from what you saw from them last season, okay. I went through all thirty teams. Some teams, it was kind of hard to find players where you was like, "Well, it would be worth discussion." So right. I didn't get every team. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did East and what? Wait, what the hell just happened?
0: Hey, I, I'm dig. I'm digging this already. I, mm-hmm. I, I want to say when it comes to stocks, I think it's gonna be easy for us to be like buy, buy, buy. But what let's team, like, what you saying, P? What teams didn't he get? Um. I'm sure there's players on each team that you can mm-hmm. you can put together, right? Like for example, you can. Do you want to buy or sell John Wall stock? We just saw the footage of him in the open gym, and y'all want to.
2: Yeah, I it? didn't do that because I figured he was hurt. We didn't get. To, I did it based on what we saw from him players last season, mm-hmm. and I we didn't see John Wall last. But season. That's why
1: I'm asking what teams then you do because maybe now
2: we can add some
1: a well, quick little minute, we can add some. Mm-hmm. I did. Cool I think I
2: left out the Pistons because
0: buy or sell Christian Woodstock. He's a he's a player that looked good, but are we sure that's what he is? It was only 15 games, and they were the worst team in the league. He just put up numbers, I, like you know that, that's a that's a player.
1: I like yeah, Christian Wood is a good one. They also got mm-hmm. Luke Kennard, Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: selling Luke Kennard.
2: I ain't really feel like Luke Kennard because I was just like, I feel like most people are just gonna say they're gonna buy it because he's a very solid player. Mm-hmm. KB didn't say he's a, a seller. <laughs> I'm selling. But, uh, all right, we can add Christian Wood. I didn't do the Pistons. I didn't do the Warriors. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. You just want to go um, through it? Yeah, just go.
0: Just give, give us what you got, and then we'll come back to the ones that we didn't get to.
2: Okay. All right, first, Hawks, Kevin Herter. He mm. had a pretty solid season. Um, What y'all doing with him? But that wing, that winged up over there.
0: I'm, I'm person I'll go first. Um, I'll buy on some Kevin Herter stock for the simple fact that um, some of the other wings on the team aren't like knockdown shooters. They show potential to be shooters, like Cam Reddish and, and DeAndre Hunter. They have potential to be good shooters. But I know for sure Cam Reddish, I mean, uh, I know for sure Kevin Herter can come in and knock down some three point shots. So I'll, I'll buy his stock, I, I'd buy that.
3: He, I'll go too. I, I'm on the same boat. That's pretty much the only reason why I feel like he's he's kind of like excelling the NBA is just because of his shot make, or his ability to shoot, which, I mean, for some teams it's very important. I mean, you look at the players like uh, Duncan Robinson or uh, Cameron Johnson, like teams need that that type of shooting on their team. So, you know, I'll buy him. Um,
1: I'm going to be the one that go against the grain. I'm selling it. Uh, there's nothing personal wrong with his game. He, he can shoot the ball. But the reason I'm selling it, I'm selling it from an Atlanta Hawk aspect. Uh, we have Trey Young, we have Cam, we have Hunter, we have Collins, we have Capella. We have money to go entertain the idea of adding a Bogdanovic from the Kings, adding a DeMar DeRozan, uh, another guard or wing that could play next to those guys I just named. And then on top of that, we have the sixth overall pick. So he's looking like the eye man out because I'm taking Hunter's potential over his. I'm taking Radish's potential over his. Um, and then whoever we would take as a six overall pick, I would probably take over his. Uh, assuming that they're not going to take a big, since, since they just traded for Capella and have Collins. And then also, uh, you look yeah, at Dwayne Dedman. I don't think he's ma- he making you say we're not going to take us big man. But Dwayne
0: Dedmon was ass this season. He was just, he started just started with lost. the Kings. Yeah, Kings. He was just bad.
1: <laughs> um, and
0: then he three. complained about not getting minutes. Then got minutes and shot like twenty percent from the field as a center. It's like. uh yeah, we're good on it.
1: But yeah, that would be that would be my reason is because I think he would just be the odd man out. Um when you name all those guys. Like I'm very high on them going out and trying to get get a DeRozan. They're I'm high on it because they're high on it. They're the ones that put the report out of saying that they want an established wing and make the playoff push and all of that. So if they're going with that type of aggressive mindset, and even if they did make like a sign and trade with DeRozan, they would still swap picks with uh, San Antonio to still have an eleventh overall pick and be in the lottery. So if you're doing all that or potentially trying to go get Bogdan Bogdanovich from the Kings, since he's a restricted free agent, and you have the money to throw at him, then, I mean, Herter kind of would just fall out because his defense isn't going to be as good as Hunter. And then offensively, he's probably not going to be as good as the guy that you're trying to get in free agency, DeRozan, Bogdanovich. Oh, and even, shit, depending on who they take at 6 or 11, that guy could have extreme upside. Like, if they went out and got Tyrese Halliburton at 6 with with his uh, catch and shoot, 98, 99 percentile, and has, as well as he shot off the ball and off the catch, I mean, in his defensive versatility, it would kind of make Kevin Herter like out of the loop. Still would have value to another team he went to. If he came to my Knicks, he would start shit. Yeah, no, he
0: he's gonna have value across the league strictly off the idea of him coming off screens and shooting threes. That's I just think yeah. he's gonna have value, whatever. But I, like, I understand I like what you're I like saying. Young though, right? I like exactly. It. He's only 21. Um, just had a season where he shot 48 percent from three on like seven attempts. So like he. He had. he's going to have like, teams calling for him, especially since the Hawks said they want this wing. So, I understand what you're saying completely. I understand it.
1: Like, yeah, if you're the Spurs, you want that, right? You want sure. him yeah. That's sick He's six seven,
0: which is, yeah, which is he, something. He, I don't know why I thought he's he like He got playmaker
3: high. too. Like, he could kind of operate a little bit out of uh, the pick and roll. I'm not saying he a point guard, but I have him. That's
0: that's a good one, though, D-Mills. That was a very good one for that team.
2: Knicks. Uh, is the next team. Frank Nielakina.
0: Ooh. I definitely thought you were going to put RJ because he's you like do. a polarizing player here. Some people really love what he did. Some people really hate it. But Frank Nielakina, I'm hard-selling. Uh, no disrespect to, to Frankie Smokes, but, like, it's... I'm I'm I would be done with that experiment personally. I know his defense is is ridiculous, but if you don't have anything on the other side of the ball, then the defense don't like if you are just going to be a zero on one side of the ball, it's going to be rough. If you're a zero on offense, if you Trey Young and you can still average 28, then you being a zero on offense ain't really nothing. I mean, a zero on defense ain't really nothing. But it's the other side of things where teams can like really just not guard you. They can just not guard you. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to sell Frankie smokes.
3: Yeah, I I'm selling them to the offense is just—it's just hurting this game. I mean, his lack of aggressiveness. Teams are gonna sag off, and eventually that hurts your teammates too. Because you know they're they're looking at at double coverage. So I'm I'm selling hard on uh Nillikini too. I mean he he's a decent defender though. Maybe he ups his stock a little bit with with Thibodeau. But I'm buying. Um,
1: especially because it's the Knicks. Like we well, you're we're not we're you're selling him for what? Like we don't have anybody that's. You know, besides RJ and Mitch and then whoever we draft, everything and everybody else is replaceable. So there's opportunity there, uh, depending on what we do with the free agency. But I, what I like about Frank is his size, uh, like his defensive versatility. So you don't have to put him at once. So if we draft a point guard. If we trade it for Chris Paul, he would probably be a part of the Chris Paul trade. But if we got Fred VanVleet, which I doubt we will, but my point is if we got a point guard, it wouldn't be like, oh, shit, what happens with Frank? You could put him next to the point guard so you might could even put him at three depending on you know who you're playing against and who else is out there with him and then you know it's he shoots it well from the corner so if anything you stick his ass <laughs> in the corner if you don't you know if he, if he's not gonna be the, the the primary ball handler and i just like him because he's extremely young and you know hey, the so environment is is everything for the knicks we've just had a very bad environment and that's why emphasis has been on culture 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 like i feel like he's the guy that we're going to trade. And, like, he would go to an OKC and be like, damn, look at Frank. Okay, finally, here it is. He's starting to show. You know what I mean? He'd go to the Spurs and and be everything that we were kind of hoping him to be. You know what I'm saying? So, even a team like the Dallas Mavericks, he could probably th- thrive in.
0: Why is Frank Nelakina low-key the best corner three-point shooter in the league? <laughs> like <laughs> he's, he's in the top uh, 93, 93 percentile when it comes to his corner shot, 52%. I mean, well, it, was, it was 27 attempts, so it's a smaller oh. sample size, but it's still 27 attempts, you know? I did not know that, huh? I mean, the, the upside is that he's only he just turned 22. Um, defense is amazing. He still has potential to be like Chris Dunn, like a yeah. player to get all defensive yeah. votes, you know, okay playmaker. I he, mean, and, I mean, he already shoots it better than Chris Dunn, it looks like, 50 something percent from the corner, so... You put him around
1: him. You put him around better talent, and he, he's probably be one of those guys. He'll be as good as the talent around him, because then it takes pressure off of him to do things he's not cut to do. Maybe Frank Ntilikina isn't your primary ball handling point guard, but the Knicks were trying to put him in that role. Maybe he's just not that aggressive guard. Is going to be scorned, but he can be a three and D type guard that you put around good talented people, and he might thrive. You know what I mean? The less his load is, the may he, the most he may shine. You know, we did take him on like eight. You know what I mean? That's a lot of pressure. Eight, New York City, starting point guard. We don't have shit else to be excited about. Boom, 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 boom. And then Chris Stapps is gone and all of the different coaches he's played for already. And just, you know, so uh, whenever they're that young uh, on a bad team like the Knicks, who, like, we really don't have anybody to just say, like, he can't have an opportunity here. So I would buy it.
2: All right. So next we got the Hornets. I went with Malik Monk. He's
0: Sell. been a great one. I'm selling. I'm sorry. I can't. That's a great one. I can't do it, bro. Uh, I just can't. I can't. I'm selling hard. Every time I watch <laughs> an NBA highlight compilation, it's a Malik Monk dunk. And it gives you like, oh, man, that upside, that, bro. It's And you know what? He might be another one of those dudes that's getting <clears> a different <throat> scenario, and he plays good basketball. But and the current way it's going, I'm selling Malik Monk.
3: Uh. I might have to sell too. Just, I think that his, his, his best role is just the six man role. And it's not like, it's really going to stick out when you don't even have the starters that you really necessarily want or the roster that you necessarily want. So I, I I'm willing to trade him just cause I, I need to get some foundation first before I, I worry about who's coming off my bench or whatnot. I'm agreeing with them. I'm selling Malik
1: Monk. Um, like Mike said or K B said, one of the said, drug extent drug suspension yeah, too. Like that was wild. Um, he's small for his size for his position because he's not a point guard. So he's like a six three guard. Um mm-hmm. uh, and he's kinda inconsistent. So like if you're gonna be that small and be like an off guard off off guard, you have to have that explosion offensively. You know what I mean? You have to be explosive and he's just at his best, he's he's giving you some 30-point games, but it, it, it's just too – like, he'll go for 30 and then have a two-point game the next. He'll have that highlight dunk. He'll shoot six threes in a game, and you would be like, "Oh, okay. But then it's like the next three games, he's 0 for, 0 for 7. Like, if – I did this a while ago, probably at when the cancellation first started. If you go to his basketball reference and just read his game logs, you're going to see some wild-ass attempts – Like, you're going to see, like, one for nine from three. You're going to see, like, oh, for six. And that right there is just, like, he's supposed to lay his hat on that end, on that side of the ball, and it's just too inconsistent, man. It's Mm -hmm. too inconsistent. And he was a guy that I had high hopes for, too. I think a lot of Nick fans was upset that we didn't get him. So, um, (laughs) I'm selling Malik Monks. But like KB said, he's another guy that's super young. You can see the potential there. So, you know, after a few tries or a change of scenery, he may be somebody, you know, um, you know, it's always that guy where it's like, I remember it was like that for Gerald Green. Gerald Green had played for like the Celtics, the Timberwolves, and he was that dunker that showed potential, and then out of nowhere with that Suns team, it was like, damn, Gerald Green is giving you 18 points a game, and damn, there was an all-star, because it it took him a few stops, you know what I'm saying? So, I think JR was like that. JR was with the Hornets, showed potential, yeah. Got traded to the Bulls. They instantly traded his ass. And he, s- s- <laughs> and he was like, you know. I saw
0: somebody with a JR. Smith Bulls jersey. Like they accustomed That's it.
1: Um, That's fine. Yeah.
0: I I, I love the I love the conversation that we're having. But we gotta speed it. We're 20 minutes in and we only got three out of thirty done. So let's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's for some of these it may not need a full deep, deep conversation about.
2: Uh so all right, let's do seventy sixes.
3: Al Horford, you buying or selling?
1: Selling. Yeah,
3: if somebody's willing to buy, I'm selling it hard.
0: Understood. Um, uh, are we? I'm guessing contract does come into a play, or is it just the player? Uh If it's just the player, do. I am buying Al Horford because I believe that the season that he just had is not. The re- like we do not hes better than what he just played for. You know what I'm saying? It was with Joel Embiid. It was like just a bad fit. I would, I would buy on Al Horford the player, but sell on Al Horford if his contract is incorporated into it.
1: I mean, it has to be, right? Yeah.
0: Oh, if that's the case, then we all sell it in next. Because <laughs> we, like, we can all agree that Al Horford is way better than what we just saw. It just didn't yeah. work. So, yeah.
2: looked terrible.
0: It was bad. Actually.
2: So the Nets, y'all buying a selling with Jordan. We saw Jared Allen thriving that starting position.
0: Mm.
2: But Kyrie and Kevin Durant, you know, that's the day the boy. They want him.
0: I would I would say I would say bye. Um you don't need him to do much, right? Especially if you got Kyrie and KD. They're gonna throw him some lobs. He's gonna go get him. He's gonna play some defense. It ain't the the one, the guy that made all NBA third team a couple years ago, but like him and Jared Allen are very similar modes of player. Jared Allen's just younger. So I, I would I guess I would buy because you don't your expectation for him is not much. Get a couple rebounds, block some shots, catch a lot.
1: When you if you were to ask me this as soon as they made this acquisition for him, I would say it's sale. But seeing what Dwight Howard gave the Lakers in this year's postseason, I would buy hard on that. Super, super, super hard on him. Hey,
3: I I, yeah, I mean, I don't really remember like I don't remember watching much of Jordan even play last season, but I mean when when I said Drummond, when DeAndre Jordan plays though, I mean he he's a pretty nice big man for what he does. Like he could block shots. Like I said, I haven't really seen him play, you know, as a recent. So I don't know how like his speed and athleticism is now. But you talk about to do this, you know, a veteran in terms of you know on the defensive end as all, as well as he could be in that dunker spot because Kyrie and KD they be going to be attracting all the attention. So I think he's a nice backup. Um, like P said, a nice veteran off the bench for them. So you the Celtics, are you going to buy
2: or sell on Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward?
0: I think you could sell Gordon Hayward because they look very good without him. Like he went down with the injury. They w- proceeded to win the next two playoff series, not just games, but like two complete series without him. And he's making 34000000 million. I'd be willing to sell. If Indiana really wants Gordon Hayward, sure, let's make a deal. I don't need that money. Obviously, we don't really need him, even though he is a good NBA player. We have so much um, talent here at the wing position. I sell him.
3: Sell so, him. I think that Celtics need to prioritize getting the big. I mean, Tice is cool. We've seen that Bam out of kind of took him out, kind of killed him. He had a couple good games, but think about what AD would have done to Tice. So they're going to need a big man for the future, I think, if they're going to want to compete for the championship.
1: Mike hit it right on the head. I'm selling for all of those reasons. <clears throat> all right, so
2: Bucks. I went Bucks
3: uh bloodstone sell sell his ass to
0: anybody get him out of <laughs> he,
3: here he had like <laughs> two three years in a row where he could have done something better in the playoffs and he just don't
0: just just don't man I, I made a whole video about and, he's such,
3: this. He, and he's such a he's such a nice player that it's actually saddening watching him play like that in the playoffs it's just because he had the, a very good regular season
0: it's just the schemes are different right you don't have to trust him from shoot to shoot the ball here take it just shoot it we
1: don't I don't care. have nothing to say.
0: I'm selling them. Yeah, just sell them. We we all hard
1: sell. Yeah, Dante DiVincenzo, right there, ready to take over his role. I would sell him.
0: Like his his the way. He and then remember, it was disgusting. Man. Was it
3: the last game too? I think it was the last game where Eric Bledsoe definitely had to take over shots. Remember Giannis? He had, he yeah, wasn't, he wasn't. Last game, he shot yeah, he didn't, he look, he didn't. Yeah, he did not look good in terms of like getting his own and stuff like that. Ever
1: since Terry Ogier called him Drew Bledsoe, man, it ain't it ain't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is rough, man. This is rough. Yeah, I'm. I would sell him, and I think they said they would sell him too. Like they like, we picking up the phone on him.
2: So we added this one. So the Pistons and Wood.
3: I still, I still. Don't I'm know. half, I'm half buying. I think th-
0: there, there's no. He buys just a part, a partial piece. Okay, of style. Well,
3: I, I don't remember his whole stats he had to be like somewhere like twenty. Yeah, he 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 Like a double. I got.
0: I, I know the stats. He yeah. averaged twenty points. 11 uh, rebounds, shooting 40% from from, uh, from three and like 60% from the field overall in the, his 15 starts after um, Drummond um, right. So like um, it's crazy.
3: Yeah, I'm half-buying. I think there, there's potential there that maybe he could continue to do that somewhere else, but I think that part yeah, of that was his... you half-buying, man. You buying or you selling? I,
2: I'm buying hey, it at this point. Buy How you going to go to the dealership and get a car say, I want... I'm, 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 I'm gonna
0: buy half I just need half of that thing.
3: Well, I, I'm a, I'm gonna go in and fully buy it in. I think at least today's game having a dude that can shoot and block shots at a, at a pretty high level, I, I can take that.
1: I agree. Uh He says, "Why not?" If you, especially if you, I'm, I'm looking at it from a Detroit Pistons aspect, why am I not buying him? Why, why, why am I not? I don't have anything that I'm really working with uh, with, especially with Blake Griffin injury and his future with us. There's not much that I have that makes me say I'm not buying it. So. You know, you, you take that chance, and it, it's if it works out, the Pistons have them a diamond in the rough. That can be a part of their core, because Christian Wood is, like, what, 23, 24? So, you know, Um now are you are you expecting those exact numbers for a full season is what you you're know. buying it right. on. Uh, so you have to keep that in mind when you're buying. I, I wouldn't expect those exact numbers, but I would still – expect some uh, imp- impact in quality basketball. It's so it's crazy because
0: awesome. before he got to Detroit, I'm looking at his game, long, he played eight games for the Pelicans last year. And in those eight games, he averaged 17 and eight on 53% shooting. Like he was just, I, so he, there's like this pattern where he will put up very good numbers on a team that's bad. And that's the kind of scary part. But I think I think I would buy into it as well. P just laid it out for the Pistons. What the hell else do you got to do? You know, there's, not, there's nothing else worth doing at this point. You know, you're probably not gonna convince a real free agent to come unless you throw them a big time bag. So let's just bring Christian Wood back.
2: Yeah. Uh, so we now we are gonna move to the West. We gonna get so we are gonna start with the Warriors. Damn, you ain't had no uh,
0: Bulls player. Yeah, I'm not say, bro.
2: No, I did not put the Bulls.
0: Jeez, you glory marketing. He's he just had a I terrible year. James.
1: Really Bulls, Wizards. Who else did you not mention? Go ahead. I'm gonna just link at the teams you mentioned.
2: Uh, so Warriors Marquise Chris, he had a very solid season with the Warriors. What y'all think?
0: I'm I'm gonna buy a Marquise Chris. I think that he he can play his role very well. They don't need much from the center position as they always have. Just had random centers play for them. Uh, he'll he'll be high energy. He'll get some rebounds. He'll catch some lobs. And every once in a while, he'll show flashes of him hitting an outside jump shot. I, I would buy Chris Chris um, Marquise Chris for them, uh, just because they don't need much else from him.
3: Yep. I agree. Um, also, he's cheap. And I think he has a good mentor, with Draymond Green, who can kind of learn from, too. So, I, I'm taking
1: him. Yeah, I'm buying on Marquise Chris. Um, There's a
3: lot of teams here that you
0: missed out on. That, yeah, I can, I can just instantly at, think. I'm, I'm
1: looking at. Uh, but yeah, for, especially for the Warriors. Rim run, block. We got Vets is going to hold you accountable because he's always been a guy that's kind of just needed some uh, maturity help, you know, fouling and just doing little shit like that. So, I like Marquise Chris with the Warriors. But, yeah, you you didn't mention the Wizards, the Magic, the Pacers. Oh, yeah, I have the Magic on the I skipped over. I the, have Marquise Chris and the Magic. Uh, mm. The Bulls and the Raptors or the Heat?
2: See, when I looked at the Raptors, I did out the That's Raptors. I just uh-huh. said their, their roster is so deep and so talented that
1: I was just like, who on here will bring really good discussion? There's a player for every team. Mm-hmm. There's literally a player for every team, man.
0: For them, it could be it could be one of the bigs, Marcus, All, Serge. They're both free agents, so we could kind of think of like, should Mark we bring him back Mark playing overseas? He ain't officially officially confirmed that yet.
1: Oh, in my mind, shit, he's gone. Yeah, the
0: the, the report came out, but it ain't official, official yet. Okay.
1: Oh. Yeah, another good one for them is, is Chris Boucher. Mm. He's also I'm
0: pretty sure he's also free agent this offseason.
1: Yep, restricted. Norman Powell, Fred Van Fleet. Because you're Norman have to Powell's a good one
0: because we can see his his production sometimes is amazing and other times it's just not. So we can debate if which one is really him.
1: No, Go to you Western know. teams, I guess, man. Yeah. All right, we gonna whoop you. We gonna get our belts and whoop you.
2: <laughs> I just <laughs> skipped over some things. I feel like it wouldn't have been worth talking. To I'm you, just that's
1: What
2: about <laughs> Colin
0: Sexton? Colin Sexton. It's a great
2: I they feel like call, he's polar-
0: Mike, oh Mike, would you buy or sell Colin Sexton stock?
3: Honestly, if I'm the Cavs, I'm selling. I feel like his value is pretty great decent. answer. I, I feel like his value is pretty decent. I feel like another team could use him as a six man or just a scoring guard. And in the Cavs, I mean, you, you still ain't got no foundation. So see, see, get- that's
0: why I think it's a good one. Cause I'm buying I, you selling it to me. I take your college sex in stock, bro. I think his his season was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And um obviously there's holes in his game. It's not like he's very far from the perfect prospect. But the things that he did and his efficiency compared to his first year versus his second year is, like, so promising. Remember the first couple months, he was not, he couldn't hit a goddamn shot. He was averaging, like, six points per game. He was shooting, like, 20-something percent. And then this season he came out, shot 40% from the field. He had never been a guy that could hit threes. He shot four, uh, 38% from three. He averaged 20 points. I'm buying the Colin Sexton stop, personally. That's I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he's going to be my star player at the end of the day. But, like, as a guy that could come in and get me some buckets, I'm buying Colin Sexton.
1: That's why I'm selling it. Because of everything you just said. I'm selling it why it's high and why a person like you would be buying so so large on it. Um, because if I'm the Cavaliers, it's not he's not a guy that I can I don't see us building around exactly. him. And since we just invested um our picks into Darius Garland and Kevin Porter Jr., I like I like that backcourt. Uh, so I would sell on a guy that has the highest value, which would be Colin Sexton after everything you just said matching that with our fifth overall, overall pick that we have this year and we'll just move forward it's no knock on him it's just you know i would just we have to say see
0: about the Cavs, or they said that they want to um they want to make the playoffs
1: the coming Cavs. back i mean everybody wanted it. to make the playoffs but are you probably not
0: they said they want to accelerate their timeline which tells like they might be willing to sell their pick to get somebody to help them now which is like why 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 are you doing this i like the
1: position they in too so yeah they tripping
0: yeah, they, yeah, they really, yeah, but I just think that's interesting, especially since I don't know what. Forget it, forget it. Buy I,
1: or sell Victor Oladipo? Ooh. If I'm the if for the
0: I hate Pacers, to do right? This because I really do like. It has Vio. to be the
1: Pacers because we don't I'm, have any. You know, I'm
0: probably selling Vo. Personally, I like Vo a lot. The person. But yeah, I, I
1: think we got to put a disclaimer out there. Selling somebody doesn't mean that you think they're bad or you don't like them, but you have to look from it from. Yeah all perspectives exactly
0: exactly
2: um i think it's hard to keep a guy motivated if he doesn't want to be there so yeah i was probably telling him especially since he clearly seems like he doesn't want to be
3: there
0: yeah mm-hmm. i might have to sell vo man Ah, uh, it's tough bro i, I want to
3: buy him man there you uh, go
0: hey we got some buyers
3: i like i said man i feel like this this team still didn't hit their peak they have like what borderline three all-stars when they're all healthy and then you know players like T.J. Warren, Aaron Holiday had a nice season. Like they had yeah, a lot of talent.
1: Oh, <laughs> you saw me? I'm like, yeah, I put three all stars. Yeah, I'm
3: sure I said oh, that before. Yeah, that. it was like, Depot, Oladipo, and uh, Sabonis.
0: Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon was cool, but he I was averaging like he was got some consideration
3: early on. He was oh, looking. Hey, he the yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he was giving you like
1: thirty and ten. He had all of them. Uh, what's some cars on my team? Oh, the, the moments, moment's card! Yeah, he cards. kept getting the moments
3: card. He was doing his thing. No, but at least gives them a chance to be like, see what we got in terms of like how far we gonna get. Yeah. All right, bro. What
2: about you, so there. You. I, I just said it. I said I was selling just because it's hard to get a guy to want to stay down. Okay. Um, but the T Wolves, let's go, Jared Culver. He had a very bad rookie season. Ooh. Um, they just got DeAndre Russell.
0: That's a good one.
2: They got the number one pick. That's a good one. Mm. So I'm gonna have to
1: buy him.
0: Mm. Malik Beasley
2: tweaking. Him? Malik Beasley <laughs> tweaking,
1: man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with Mike. I think uh, I you just, you're in a situation where you kind of have to buy him because if you're selling, you're getting probably nothing. So you have to just buy him and, and and just you know hope for growth. I mean, it was one year. A lot of some rookies have these type of years and they bounce back. The only thing he can do is grow, right? He can't get no worse than what he was. Um, the team should be better because you're going to have Carl D. Towns, d and now this first overall pick. Maybe you minimize his role and he exceeds expectations. And you have something. But if you sell him now, what exactly are you getting for the sale? Besides a roster spot. You know what I'm saying? So um, I-, I would have to sell him. And then, like Mike said, you know, Malik Beasley. I don't know what <laughs> yeah, that's know. looking like. Uh, but, yeah, I, w- I would buy him.
0: I don't know. I'm not. I, I guess I'm buying too. I'll be the first to admit that I did not watch a lot of his rookie season. Um, I was not watching the Timberwolves. I don't think I'm alone there. Until they made the D'Angelo Russell trade, then the season got shut down. So that was going to be my time to see what's up with Jared Hoover. So I get. Only thing I remember about Jared Hoover is he dunked on Robin Lopez, and Robin Lopez got pissed.
1: He stared yeah. him down. and then yeah. ran like ran from.
0: Him. And then Jared Hoover <laughs> ran. Um, so I guess I'm. I, yeah, I guess I'm buying too.
2: All right, let's so King. Let's go Marvin Bagley. He's mm. in and out. hasn't
1: really been healthy. We ain't
2: really. You, you're kind of spazzing
0: it. on these details. <laughs> you doing your thing.
1: But but let him tell it. He ain't picked some of the teams because guys was hurt.
0: Marvin Bagley been hurt. Yeah, Marvin Bagley hurt I, every. You say like he plays. I six said it was hard to remember.
2: find discussion on those deep teams with just everybody's like talented. Wizards.
0: <sighs> Wizards and John
1: Wall. That was the excuse for not doing them. You like he's been hurt. I went from last season. And then you pick
0: Marvin Bagley.
3: Uh, how oh, many games Marvin he played, uh, KB? Marvin Bagley played thirteen games this season. Oh, uh, damn, that's tough. I I honestly don't know what his value is. So I feel like uh. you might you might have to buy him for the Kings. Just because. and he's like an undersized center.
0: I, I'm thinking about it this way. This is the way my tr- my tr- my thought has transitioned. I'm thinking about it like in the card market. You get what I'm saying? So like Marvin Bagley's a 21 year old guy. Whose cards may be super cheap right now because he hasn't done a goddamn thing. But, but yeah, no. there's potential where if you buy in, you buy ten of his cards. In three years, those ten cards, boom, 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 doubling value because he's at rock. He's at rock bottom at the moment. It's Thirteen games yeah. this season is crazy.
3: But I think that he, if he's healthy at least, he could be somewhat. He could be a good fit for that Kings team just because his mobility. You know, pairing him with De'Aaron Fox, it could be real. It could be something for them. So, I, you know, I think he, he's got to be worth the uh, the the investment on it. The, the thing about him is he's 6'11", but
0: they never have confidence to run him at center.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, And then he doesn't, he, he as talented as he can be, he's not quick enough to hang with a lot of the other fours in the league. You know, he, so he, he has, has to get to, get to the point. Right, he, right. He's, he's got to get to the point where he's running center.
1: That's why I like him as, I like him as my center. Uh unless I'm putting him with again Miles Turner. You know what I'm saying? But um I'm buying. Young potential is there. Uh he's just been hurt. It ain't like he's been bad. He's just been hurt. So if you get him healthy, he seems like he can be somewhat productive. Um uh, and I think he'd be a good running mate with De'Aaron Fox.
0: Do y'all know who y'all wanna guess a season high in those thirteen games? Or sixteen 17,
3: games? 17. I'm go. team. 21,
0: 18 points,
2: 18 points.
0: But he had a, he had a game last season where he put up 30 off the bench. And I was like, oh, snap. Do y'all remember when he got drafted? Um, Vladi Divac was asked, like, why did he pick Bagley over Luka? And Vladi yeah. Vladi was like, well, we got the better player. So it doesn't matter. He's like, ouch, <laughs> ouch. I think he, I think he said younger and better. I'm like, oh, that's rough.
2: All we all say some things we don't mean sometimes, right? Yeah, so the son Kelly Oubre,
0: Mm, you are on it, D Mills. My boy is on it. Oh man, Yeah, good
1: job, D Mills. You're going going crazy. If I'm the
0: sons, I am selling on Kelly Oubre. Um, I think that I think we put together a lineup in the bubble that works well together. And Kelly Oubre just might be the odd man out. Now, he is better than Cameron Johnson. He is better than, than Mikael Bridges. But the team just looked better with those two players playing alongside each other. And I think other teams in the league will be like, Kelly is good. We'll, we'll we'll make a trade for Kelly Oubre. We'll buy in to Kelly Oubre.
1: I agree. He's also more expensive than those guys. That's And true. you have the 10th overall pick in this year's draft. So, bada boom, bada bam. No, like I said, this is disclaimer. We should have did this in the beginning. Buying somebody's stock doesn't mean that they suck, doesn't mean they're bad, doesn't mean you don't like them. But for this team, i right. want willing to sell because we have Cam, Mikael, Dario, Sorry, the tenth overall pick, boom.
0: Would you? Would y'all trade? This is a trade I saw, and I just want to get opinions on. Um, number four for Ten and Kelly Oubre for the Chicago Bulls for the Bulls.
1: So the Bulls get tenth. They get and Ten Kelly. and Kelly Oubre. Yeah. And the Suns get four. I would do it. I
0: would
3: do it. I think it's an interesting yeah. trade. I think it's interesting. it's interesting. Yeah, I think Kelly
1: Oubre. I'm like, y'all got to take some back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely fish y'all wing. He could play defense. And then, I mean, y'all could still pick and up then, a decent.
0: And then Kelly Oubre in Chicago? Back without Otto Porter? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Anton told <Monsetransky? laughs> Anton Monsetoranski. The <laughs> <Jeez>. Chicago Bullets? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a wild ass name. Chicago Bullets. Yo. Yeah, no.
0: Nah. They could they could not do that.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say, Kelly Uh
2: Blazers, Hassan Whiteside. Showed a lot of promise. I'm selling
0: Hassan Whiteside. I think it's I think I'm selling Hassan as well. Yeah, you got, like, you're, you're the you're the Pacer I, fan. I mean, and you're the Portland Trailblazer fan. Let us know what you would do. I would like to have Hassan Whiteside as a backup.
2: I think he's very solid as a backup. Just, is he willing to take that role? Because I can That's see him cluster. going to a team like Charlotte or the Rockets where they actually need a center and actually playing really good like he did with the Blazers.
0: But if you don't remember, uh, when he got injured with the Heat, Bam started to get a little, a couple starts. And then Hassan came back and was just real mad because Bam was starting to get, like, real minute minutes. So I don't know if he will really be okay with just not starting. That's just not who he is.
3: Yeah. And I don't think there's this, like – you had Nurk and Nurk was doing everything. And then you also got Collins, too, that could play backup center if need be. So, I mean, I'm willing to just sell him.
1: That's why I prefer to play Collins that personally. Uh, small wall five off the bench, especially if you're bringing back Melo and having a chance to draft who, Mike? Sadiq Bay. So that just puts you <laughs> at a log jam uh, one way or another. But yeah, oh, I was sell
2: it. All right. So, Jazz, you buying or selling on Mike Collins? We saw him look good in a bubble, but throughout the regular season, and he looked too good, especially when Boban
1: Bob- Bob- was healthy. I'm selling. Uh, the reason I'm selling is because it's time for us as the Utah Jazz to give Donovan Mitchell that reign of just – we have to just run with it. We have to. I mean, we put – surround him with Rudy, Bogdanovich, Joe Ingles, and maybe you bring back uh, – Jordan Clarkson will put Royce O'Neal there, and we just we have to. We, he thrived early in the bubble without Mike Conley being there. You know, what I mean? like his fifty-five point game or whatever it was, didn't it come without Mike Conley being there? That was before Mike Conley. I think. Conley was, came I
3: think there. Yeah, I thought he was there. I don't know because you know
1: sure. Mike Conley's son was being born, so he didn't. He wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, he did. He missed the first. Yeah, he did. He wasn't there in the beginning. So um, I'll have to run out like that and just try to look at that man, especially um, when the you know, I- money.
3: I'm going to say I'm going to buy him. I think that Mike Conley is a, you know, a super good, especially for a veteran point guard. And I think that their biggest lapse is in the playoffs and they're going to need him for that. Donovan Mitchell, he, he no doubt, he's going to be their guy and he he can handle it. But having a guy like Mike Conley to be that second playmaker, just the guy next, I think goes unmatched. And then also having, once they get Bogdanovich back, just having Mike Conley as maybe a third or fourth option now, uh, it's going to help him out too.
0: Yeah, I pro- I think I agree with Mike on this one. I think I probably buy, probably just buy him for the season because it's not much more. To, yeah, I, I I yeah. Let's I will go with Mike on this one. All
2: right. So Nuggets, Gary Harris had a very underwhelming season this year. Mm. Interesting.
0: Um, I'm selling his ass. Um, <laughs> good defender, but the the last couple seasons he just he can't put the ball in the basket. And I think that, that, I mean, they played relatively good without him throughout the bubble. So, I'd sell him. I don't know who's buying, though. That's the that's the real thing. He's on a big contract, and he can't score. So, I don't know who's who's buying it. But if somebody's willing to buy, I'd sell it.
1: I would sell. I mean, we're the Nuggets. We we, we got surplus everywhere. So, we got to start buying somebody. I mean, start selling somebody. And I guess
3: we'd have to start with Gary Harris. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the way to go with gear here. It's just you could do better. And then, like you guys said, the Nuggets are too deep. So he's he's pretty easily expendable, especially when he's not shooting the ball well. Oh, for
1: the Question Clippers. Paul Millsap. But Clippers. Montrez Hero. Selling. Selling. just doesn't fit. He's
3: going to be expensive, too. So.
2: Sell. Yeah. They, they just. Too they, yeah, they said it. <laughs> too expensive. So the Lakers. Kuzma.
0: Selling for dear Rose, get D Rose into a contention team. Let's go. Yeah, I- I'm selling him. I think. Damn, yeah. he just won you a championship. He had a game. He went in the bubble and everything. <laughs> he won us the championship.
3: He was a reason. Effort. He won a game in the seven in the in the seven games they had before the playoffs. It's he a team
0: Effort. He did his thing. All right, but, but if not, you want to sell your reason. one of your, your number three player, go here.
3: We're gonna have to sell him if we, we're trying to you know acquire uh, a bigger player to trade. That's gonna help us this season, so I'm selling.
1: Yeah, I'm selling because uh, I don't know about the bigger player, like he's he's talking like Bradley Beal, <laughs> typically. <Right. Like laughs> uh, like. <laughs> cool, you know, sell him.
2: So the Dallas Mavericks. Let's do um, Dwight Powell coming off an injury, but we saw him look real good at the five position.
0: I still I still buy Dwight. He's also
2: looked good at the five.
0: Yeah, I, I, I still buy Dwight Powell, man. I think I think that uh he's got a lot left. He will even coming off the injury. He fits well with Luca. Um I would still I would still buy in on Dwight
3: Powell. Yeah. I think before he got hurt, he had one of like the best pick and roller numbers. So I think you pair that with Luca. And then plus he can also play defense or fit. When is Mike ever brought in like statistics? So
1: he got that from P. <laughs> now, I used to say that shit about Dwight Powell every time his name came up. But uh I'm buying, man. You know I love me some Dwight Powell. I just like they big man and how they play with they big man. Pause.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say.
1: But that was it. That's all the teams I got.
0: Hey, that was fire, D-Mills. You did your thing on those, bro. Yeah,
1: we might have to do a part two of the teams you excluded because.
0: You you forgot the Rockets. Russell Westbrook would be a good one. for the
2: Rockets, Rockets, I was going to do like. The small ball, but I was. Oh, like,
0: we all you know, selling. We all we selling on that one. He didn't do the Rockets. He didn't oh. do the Thunder. Okay, see, yeah. Uh, he didn't Grizzlies. Do Grizzlies. the Grizzlies. Grizzlies.
1: Pelicans. Lonzo ball would have been a nice one. Lonzo
0: ball would have been a good
1: one. Yeah, he did. He missed five there, and I think it was probably like another five or six.
0: So hey, five, but the, one, the ones you did bring in, you did your thing on, so.
1: Yeah, you spazzed. But then it's the Magic, Pacers, Cavs. Wizards, Bulls. um, Yeah, we'll
0: definitely do a part two with the actually maybe it's better that you didn't, because we could do a part two (laughs) later in the offseason.
1: Twelve more teams.
0: Yep. Um before we end today's show, Kevin O'Connor literally just released his new mock draft. And I just wanna I just want to go through a couple picks here, because things have changed between the last time we talked about Kevin O'Connor's mock draft. At one, he does have Anthony Edwards being selected. Um Mm. think that think that makes sense. At two the warriors select james Wiseman. uh forget marquise chris they're buying on james Wiseman.
3: i was looking at that too he had one of the players i forget what it was it might have been like the five or six player on there but he was like he was a player that i don't think he shrugs with his shot but it was like his comparison is danilo gallinari i'm like i don't know if that's right <laughs> denny uh i don't think it was denny i'll
0: let you know because i do got yeah. i do got them all um number three is one that was rumored this morning it's um, Onyeke Ukongo, Okongwe a Congway going to the Hornets. That's no. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's um, that's something that was different. And this morning we did see that they were high on him, which makes Lamelo fall out of the top three, um, and actually fall out of the top four because they have Denny Abdia going to the Bulls still. Mm-hmm. And then there's Gallinari, but it does say that he can't shoot. <laughs> it's thirty three percent from three. It says he needs to develop his jump shot. But Gallinari and Dario Sarge are his comps um
1: i like though he can shoot i just don't he definitely can't shoot as well as them
0: mm-hmm. but
1: you want his at his fullest potential he would be in that kind of mold very
0: scary well, yeah that's not bad what scares me is a 52 percent free throw yeah because usually if you can't hit a free throw you're probably not going to transition to a great three-point shooter so that's what scares me about him um number five isaac okoro to the to the cavaliers i like it um and then at number six we have Lamelo, but it's a trade who has number six? Atlanta, right? Hawks. So Atlanta's trading down with um, the Wiz- uh, the Wizards. So Atlanta gets 9, 37, and Troy Brown Jr. for six. Mm. So the the Wizards trade up. They get the guard of the future, mm. I guess, because they don't. Kevin
1: O'Connor, that shit is trash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for a, for a team like the Hawks, that's in there trying to go, off, they're trying to go win for a wing. I don't think Troy Brown Jr. is the answer for that. Um,
1: and I don't think
2: LaMelo... You know, I don't like LaMelo with the Wizards. Yeah, that's, that and is that is a bit
0: weird. Ball. It is a bit weird. And he's behind... Ish Smith, too. You know what I'm saying? It's a bit weird, man. It's a bit weird.
3: Yeah, big respect to Ish Smith out there.
1: Yo, John Wall <laughs> is putting out these videos is, with a comeback. He's not putting out some videos to, to come and groom LaMelo Ball. Yeah, no,
0: that's not, that's <laughs> not his intention at all. So, yeah, that is... Uh, that's that's a wacky one, Kevin. Um, At seven, you have uh, Tyrese Halliburton still going to Detroit. Eight, Killian Hayes, nine, uh, Devin Vassell going to the Hawks, and everything else is pretty much the same as when the last time we talked about it. The Obi top and drop all the way to eleven. That was not something that was in here originally, but that's that's the Spurs. Um, mm. But everything else is pretty much the same from the last time we talked. It was just those couple trades up top that were very interesting. That's Let's interesting, see. man. We still hey, we, days away, man. It's what the the eighteenth, right? The eighteenth. So fifteenth, two a little over two weeks away. From the actual draft.
1: Hey, it's just the trades could change the whole dynamic of the draft, man. For one sure.
3: trade, I just don't think that's the trade. Yeah,
0: I don't know if that that went that one. I wouldn't I wouldn't
3: expect happening at all. I can't. I I just don't picture Lamelo going outside. That like top five. He was drafted six right there, they right? Hit him at six, right there, yeah.
1: Yeah, Kevin O'Connor's been talking about LaMelo Faller. But my thing is, is it, if if he does fall, why would the Wizards do that? And like KB said, the Hawks been talking about playoff push, playoff push. Troy Brown, as as much as I like him, I don't know if he's the guy that you get and say playoff push. Right. Not saying that he couldn't. Maybe uh, he surprises people with them or something, but you you definitely think they're going for it. but a fall. they
0: also said playoff push with a veteran. And and Troy Brown's like year number three. So it's like right. you don't even fit that criteria either.
1: So that was a bit strange. Yeah. Um,
0: hey, well, shout out to Kevin, though. He worked hard. He worked hard on these things. You know what I'm saying? He does.
3: No, those were super in depth. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was looking at it. They got like full scriptures on them. So yeah. definitely went hammer. Guy,
1: the ringer. Shout out to Kevin O'Connor. We, hey, great guy, man.
0: Great guy. Great guy. He <laughs> still got his number. I still got his number, man. Still I still do. got his number. Just texting right now, like, man, I'm enjoying it. That new Macho kind of whack, Kev. I can't, I can't last. <laughs> laugh Excuse me, who is this? That was a good episode, though. Yeah, we appreciate you getting to this point. Like, subscribe, do all the things that that YouTubers tell you to do. And we'll be back on Saturday with hopefully more news. Because we still don't know when the NBA season's coming back. They're still up in the air. But they said soon. We'll know. Soon we'll know.
2: So, peace. Peace.